You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 250. Dealing with these homeowners, they've gone through rough times in life, obviously. And, you know, just trying to sympathize and empathize with them and and just come to a win-win agreement. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling inc. With over 180,000 titles to choose from from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or even MP3 player, it is a no-brainer. To take advantage of this special offer, Again, go over to www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling inc. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. All right, everybody, welcome to an amazing episode of Wholesaling Inc., the podcast for wholesalers by wholesalers. I love it. We have an amazing guest today. We are going to get right to the meat and potatoes with this guest. This is a guy who came in to our tribe. He has made a fortune in the first three months, an amazing over $35,000 in revenue. He's got another 70K in the pipeline that's about to close. It's amazing. He's an amazing guy. If he can do it, you can do it. And we are going to get right to the details. We're going to put them in the hot seat and we are going to figure out how we did it so that you can do it. We're going to get those details from you guys know this is the no BS, no fluff zone. So we are going to get to do that right now. Before I do introduce our guest, I want to just please ask if you are a listener and you have not subscribed or rated or reviewed the podcast Please do that right now. If you're driving, as soon as you get to your office or back to your house or wherever you're headed back from the gym, I ask you to please be a go-giver and rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. We have many, many, many downloads and longtime listeners and not nearly enough reviews. So be a go-giver, make the contribution, and it'll uh, make us feel good. So that'll be, uh, that's awesome. So let's go ahead and introduce this guy who all the girls in our office go goo goo gaga over. I don't know what the deal is. I haven't met him in person yet, but I'm looking forward to because it must be a, a great adventure to meet him. But he's uh, Casey Great. Uh, now it's orange with a G, so it's Gorange, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so it is Casey. And Casey is in Austin, Texas. Is that right? Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Casey, thank you for doing this. Thank you for your time. And uh, thank you for helping all of our listeners get their first or next deal using some of your strategy. So just quickly, before we kind of deep dive, can you tell us a little bit about you, who you are? And actually, hopefully, I didn't even ask this question. I, sh- I don't even, I, I hopefully you're single and not married because if you are, I should take back everything I just said about the girls in the office. So I don't know, but uh, you tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my wife is uh, signing the divorce papers right now. Oh, no. man, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I am single. I am single. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on the podcast, Tom. I'm honored. Um, so about at the beginning of the year, you know, I had been working for someone. I have a sales background. And it just ultimately boiled down to, you know, I just wasn't okay with the fact that I was helping build someone else's dream. And I've always had that entrepreneurship bug in me. 
And I took the plunge. I went into business with, you know, two different people. It failed miserably. So, you know, I think I hold the record for the fastest failed business. It lasted 25 days. And, but I kept, I kept failing forward as we say in the tribe, you know, and June 1st, I joined the tribe and it's just been amazing ever since. Uh, it's just, you know, we'll, like you said, we'll deep dive a deal or two, but, uh, you know, just again, honored to honored to be where I'm at and just very grateful. Well, we are honored to be a part of your journey. It's awesome. It's part of the legacy of the of and the intention of Wholesaling Inc. And I understand you're in Austin, uh, Texas, which is a uh, a great market, a lot of potential, but certainly a lot of competition and a little bit of a unique market. So I'm glad to see that you are crushing it in Austin, Texas, in such a short amount of time. So very, very cool. So all right, guys. So that is enough about Casey. Let's get right to the meat and potatoes about how he can help you. So first of all, I know you've had a lot of success in a short amount of time. Let's talk about the two deals that you've already done. My first question to you is how, and I, and I want to specifically focus on one of your exit strategies, but before we do that, tell us a little bit about how you found those, those first two deals. Yeah, that's a good question. So the first one was actually a Google AdWords campaign. I've teamed up with a local investor and uh, now we have a full-blown partnership, but he was running just minimal Google AdWords campaigns. And luckily someone reached out to us on that one and they okay. were in they were in pre-foreclosure. So two, two questions, because I just want our listeners to be able to emulate this. So my first question is, you said that you partnered up with a local investor. Did you do that because you had a lack of funds or was there some other reason? And what does that partnership look like? How did you do that? How did you find that person? Just kind of quickly tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, and that's another valid question. So I originally, we, we originally didn't have a full blown partnership at first. We were just trying to see how we could help each other. We met at a real estate investing meetup group. And, you know, one thing led to another and now it's a, a full blown partnership and it's rocking and rolling. But I, I knew that there were still a lot of things that I didn't know. And I was comfortable giving up, you know, a lot of potential equity just so I could learn and, and skip ahead a few years, just live vicariously through him, so to speak. And from his experience, I knew that would jumpstart my progression. That's how we got hooked up in the beginning and why I went that path. Did he have like more money than you or just more expertise or, you know, did you feel like he was able to help you with your marketing budget? All of the above. <laughs> okay, got it. So I want everybody to hear that because, you know, that is important to note. So that is definitely a way to be resourceful. Like Tony Robbins says, right? We don't get in this life what we want. We get what we have to have. So Casey made it happen, which is awesome. So I love that. Um, also, you also mentioned Google AdWords. A lot of people, they have no idea what you're talking about. So how did you find somebody to do that? Or did you do that yourself? And how much money did you put into it? What did that look like? And where did that ad go to? Did they drive them to a website or to a phone number? So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I believe that he, David, was my part is my partner. I believe he spent a thousand dollars each month for about two months. And it just, you know, when someone searches on Google, you create ads for certain keywords such as, you know, pre-foreclosure, sell home fast, et cetera, et cetera. And when this family clicked on that ad, it sent them to our website and they then submitted their information and we reached out to them right away. Okay. Awesome. So it went, who did your website? I personally did my own website, but this lead went to David's website and he outsourced it to um, a local company here. And you'll have to forgive me. I can't remember their name. Okay. So, so essentially you had somebody build like a, we buy houses website and the Google ad word, you hired somebody to do that. And that went to that website where they filled out a form and then you called them back. Yes, sir. Now this particular deal, I understand that you take this deal down with and actually bought it and resold it on MLS. Yes. On this one we did. Okay. Yep. So, so 
I want to deep dive that. I want to deep dive that. So this strategy is often referred to as wholetailing, which is it's like a combination of wholesaling and retailing. Not my word. Not really particularly a big fan of it. I'm not really sure what it means. But essentially, Casey, you tell me if I'm wrong. You bought the property, you put it on MLS, and you resold it. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So my partner had a private money loan that came in and I, I think he got it for roughly, you know, 10% and two points. Don't quote me on that, Tom, but I think that's about what he got the money for. And the, the house literally needed very minimal work. So, you know, we just put lipstick on it more or less. And then my partner's wife is a realtor. So she listed that for us and it sold within two days. I mean, it's okay. an incredible. So wait a second. Yeah. I want to slow down because that is awesome and a ton of information in a short amount of time. Before we deep dive this, I just want to ask quickly, what was for the homeowner's reason for selling at a discount? So they were in pre-foreclosure actually. Beautiful. Okay, guys. So the seller was motivated to sell quick for cash. So they wanted speed and convenience at the sacrifice for price. That's number one. Number two was your, you said your partner got private money at 10 and two. So let me explain what that means to everybody. You guys, that just means that Casey was able to secure private money. That means from like a person that, you know, like a family member, whoever, or, you know, a friend of his partner. So they went around, they asked people for money and somebody lent them money for 10% and two points. Two points means if you borrow $100,000, you pay $2,000 right at that day that you borrow it. It's called a point. So they paid two points. Um, by the way, that money is very expensive right now. Money is very, very, very cheap, Casey. So I would definitely encourage you guys also to work with some more lenders because you can certainly, but that's your first one. Awesome job. And then it's 10%. So that's 10% annualized. Yes. So that means that if they borrow the money for a year, which it sounds like they only borrowed it for a week, a week or two, but if they borrow for a year, if they borrow $100,000, if they paid 10%, it would be 10% over that year. So 10 divided by 12, they'd be paying that every month. Very, very easy. Okay, so let's talk about, you bought the property, you put some lipstick on it. Tell me what that means specifically. So it just needed a fresh coat of paint and uh, we, d we did put some uh, vinyl flooring in it. But other than that, I mean, it was it was very minimal. It had good bones, really solid house. I love it. Okay, very, very cool. And so did you do that yourselves or did you hire somebody? We actually hire someone. So we have crews that, uh, my, my partner, his background is new builds and fix and flips more or less. So he already had crews in place. So it, uh, I'm, I'm kind of the, the lead generation guy. And whenever we do fix and flips, he takes care of that end. So first of all, let me ring the victory bell for you. Because how much money did you make on that deal? That one, we actually made 19. So 19,000. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for one second. We got to ring the victory bell for that. I've been waiting for this. Woo! <laughs> Woo! I love sweet it. sound of victory. That's the sweet sound of the victory bell. I love it. So, so that's amazing. And I know you've done now over 35,000 total and you have another 70K coming in. That's amazing also. But let me ask you this. When you were in this process, what were some of the hurdles? Like, were there any times when you thought, oh, you know, you know, this is not going to work or like anything that you had to kind of overcome either emotionally or logistically or, or what, what did that look like? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, dealing with pre-foreclosures, we've actually done a, a couple other pre-foreclosure deals. The hurdles, you know, mainly are, you know, getting, requesting the total loan payoff from the bank. You know, I'd like to believe that uh, the banks are good hearted people, but sometimes they make you jump through some really unnecessary hoops. So, you know, you're fighting a, a deadline because obviously there's a, an auction date set. 
And, and then another hurdle is, you know, dealing with these homeowners, they've gone through rough times in life, obviously. And, you know, just trying to sympathize and empathize with them and, and just come to a win-win agreement. This deal specifically, they said that they didn't want anything for the property other than the loan to be paid off. And we are actually going to give them some of the proceeds from the sale because, you know, the way we structure things, Tom, if it's not a win-win, we truly won't touch it. Awesome. I and love and so you know, just giving back. I, I think it goes a long way. I really do. I totally agree. I mean, that's why you're a rhino. And when you filled out the application, we took you in because we <laughs> we want rhinos who are go-givers and, and that's awesome. So, all right. I love it. That is super easy to understand. So you take the property and then you put it on MLS. It sells in two days. How did you show the property? What did all of that look like? So because it was listed with the MLS and the agent, my uh, partner's wife, she just did the, the showing of the property to retail buyers in this situation. Okay. So I, I didn't have anything to do with the showing. She just uh, did all the showing for us and, and it made it really simple. Obviously, it's your partner's wife. So I'm just wondering though, for anybody else who's out there, did you guys negotiate the rate with her or did you just pay the normal agent rate or what did that look like? Yeah, we, we got a less a slightly less rate. I believe it was she charged 1.5% as the listing agent instead of three. That's so, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. definitely saves us. A, you know. So I just want everybody to understand that that when you do use that strategy where you're taking the property down and then you're putting it on MLS, negotiate with the agent. Something that we do is we negotiate what's called three and one. So our agent gets one percent, the buyer's agent gets three percent, and we still also create a feeding frenzy by only having one show period. We we discount the property significantly on MLS, and then we only have one showing for a very short amount of time, and then we bring all the buyers there at a short amount of time. We give them a very short window to look and then we accept all the offers. We tell everyone we're going to allow the market to drive the price. So that's something that if you haven't tried yet, Casey, you may want to treat it as a sales event, even if you wholetail it, where instead of just putting it on the market, but it sounds like you did awesome. I mean, two days is obviously that's uh, how many offers did you get on the property? First, I believe we had two or three within like the first day. So it was and the offer that we got was $5,000 more than our list price. So here's, if you, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but if, if, if you want me to just give you some, just something to think about, what you may want to do is you may want to put it on MLS for even a little bit cheaper than whatever you listed it for, drive a ton of traffic. And then what you do is instead of putting a lockbox, have a showing that's like a week or two out and anybody who calls in, just say there's only going to be one showing. It's on Tuesday at two o'clock between like or Saturday between, you know, two o'clock and two thirty. And that's it. So uh, essentially you have one showing, you create a feeding frenzy, and then you just tell everybody to put in your highest and best offer and allow the market to uh, drive the price. This way it's on the market for a long time. Everybody sees everybody there and it's kind of like a, a feeding frenzy just like before, but now you're doing it on MLS because you own the property, which is key. Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. We, we structure it that way with the wholesale deals, but we'll definitely have to try it with the retail ones for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely makes a huge difference. I've learned that from the guy who calls me twice in a row when I don't pick up the first time, and now he calls me right back like you just heard. That is my brother, Todd Toback, who does that all the time to me. So I apologize for the background <laughs> noise, but oh, he's, that's actually his strategy. He calls it a feeding frenzy, and it works absolutely. So I definitely try it. It, it works absolutely. 
absolutely withhold tailing 100% of the time. It takes a little bit of guts because you got to market low to create a, a big enough feeding frenzy to get everybody there. But you'll see just like you got to offer 5K more, you'll get even more than that and multiple ones, which is awesome. So you can you know check with regulators, make sure it's all legal and wholesome and ethical. But as long as they're okay with you doing that, it's an amazing uh, strategy that will certainly get you a higher price for the property. So awesome, man. So I love it. So what's the game plan now? What does the future hold for Casey? Tell me about like, what is the game plan for the rest of this year? You know, what does that look like as far as marketing and game plan? What are your numbers that you want to hit? What does all that look like? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exciting, man. So we have, we're closing on another deal tomorrow. Actually, the contract just came in and that's going to be about a $40,000 wholesale deal. Uh, so really excited on that one. And then we have several under contract. We're dealing with a few title issues and liens and judgments. But you know, on the books right now, Tom, we ha- probably have about 200000 in potential revenue. Wow. And so we're just rocking and rolling. And I'm, I'm dumping every dollar back into this company. To, I'm willing to live like no one else for a minute so I can truly live like no one else in the future, right? I so. love, oh man, now I know why all the girls go goo goo gaga over you in my <laughs> office. I mean, these are awesome. I'm, I'm falling in love with you. That's awesome, man. I, lo- I totally agree with you. Live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. Bam. I got that one from Dave Ramsey. I can't claim that one. That oh, was, okay, okay. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, you know, we're just, I still don't have any processes or systems in place because it's still, you know, I'm, I'm so new. So I'm, I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off, but you know, I do have a VA that does a few things. So, you know, just really focusing on trying to get more automated and then come next year, you know, I want to be having marketing hit from every angle possible, digital, direct mail, cold calling, uh, door knocking has been very good to me, but it is definitely not scalable. Right. So, you know, just really trying to focus on creating an actual business. That's my goal. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, we can certainly help you with that. Awesome. All right. So before I let you go, one other quick thing, any piece of advice that you would give somebody just starting out? I mean, I know you're a tribe member, so you don't have to endorse Wholesaling Inc., but outside of Wholesaling Inc., what would you say is like a piece of advice, a book, something that you've picked up along the way that can kind of help somebody who's just brand new, who's listening, they want to start out, they want to make money. They're not sure if it's real or they don't know if they can do it. Anything you would do to encourage those individuals? Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing, and and for me, Tom, I alluded to this earlier, you know, when I quit that sales job, I mean, I was, and I don't say this to brag, but I was making over six figures and I hated my job. And so it just goes to show that money is not, money doesn't bring happiness. But I think if people are on the fence, just simply ask yourself, you know, whose dream do I want to build? Right. Do I want to build mine or do I want to build someone else's? And and then once you realize that you want to build your own, I think the biggest thing is just mental conditioning. Just, you know, they're, it's not easy. No doubt about it, man. It is tough. There are days where I just, even though I love what I'm doing and I'm the owner of my own time, there are times that are tough for sure. So just mental conditioning and staying focused and just having grit. I think those are the three traits to success that, you know, that I've employed that have made me, you know, relatively successful so far. What is your favorite book? Ah, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so obviously, you know, Think and Grow Rich and How to Win and Win Friends and Influence People are big ones, but I'm going to name some. I actually had written these down. I'm going to name three that I haven't heard yet, and I've listened to every podcast. Uh, Grit by Angela Duckworth. Love it. Phenomenal book. Love it. One of my favorite books. I love, not only do I love the book, but I love the author. That woman, amazing. Amazing. She her did, background right? in education. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And everybody should buy that book and also listen to her TED Talk. Uh, she is an amazing individual. So very cool. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, she is. She is for sure. And then start with why by Simon Sinek. Oh, Simon Sinek, brother, you must be a fan of Ted talk. So if you guys haven't checked out his Ted talk about, uh, about start with why, which is the name of his Ted talk in his book, just deep dives that, but that 
TED Talk is a game changer. That is my favorite TED Talk, hands down. Nobody else comes close. So I love that book. So I'm with you on that one. Right. It's awesome. Yeah, it really is. And then lastly, this book, it's a little bit different, but it's called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. He was the only Roman emperor that was also a philosopher. And whenever I read a good philosophy book, it just puts things into perspective. You just realize that we we worry about such little stuff that just makes no sense. You know what I mean? What's the name of that book? Meditations. Meditations. And what? who was it by? Marcus Aurelius is his name. Yeah, written in like 1100 BC. I mean, it was just insane. I will tell you, if you like that book, there is a book that my buddy Clayton Morris recommended to be called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. It is absolutely game changer. It has become very quickly one of my favorite books. It is, I'm a Christian and it talks about this book, about a lot of like universe and yoga kind of stuff. But what I do is I just kind of replace the universe with God in his book. And I will tell you that book, The Surrender Experiment, if you like those sorts of books, it changes your whole life. Clayton told me to read it and I never read it. And I read part of it. I put it down. I was like, yeah, it's no good. This guy's a, a yogi. <laughs> then he's like, hey, by the way, the guy's a billionaire and he like owned WebMD Web or something like that. And he was affiliated with it. And once I found that, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll give it a second listen. <laughs> so I, uh, I actually listened to it and then I liked it so much. I bought the book, but the audible version of The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, he reads it. It is amazing. So I certainly recommend that one. But I'm with you, man. I'm going to get that book by Marcus. And uh, I'm looking forward to checking out the other two. I know for sure. And I highly recommend as well. I love that. And I can't wait to get an update from you. So uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what kind of great stories you have. And if there's anything you can do to help, you know, just call to support and we are there for you a thousand percent. Awesome, man. I really appreciate it. And thanks again for uh, everything. You guys have been absolutely great. Just really appreciate it. Honored. Thank you, man. Awesome. Well, have a great day. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.